You are listening to the Mentoring Success Group Radio Network exclusively on TalkZone.com. We're back from our break. You're listening to Your Competitive Advantage, and I'm your host, Tom Tubergen. We're in the middle of a discussion with Don Bohoviak, CEO of Leadwell Institute. So what if you're in a position uh, where you're, you've been outsourced from your job, you've started up a little business uh, based on a skill that you have, and you may or may not have uh, total support from your spouse or from your significant other? What, what sort of uh, things can you do to overcome or to negate the negative effect of that? Number one, don't suffer in silence. Get some support networking going for you. Uh, You can certainly find that by joining uh, the Chamber of Commerce, uh, a networking club, uh, hiring a coach, joining some social network that will put you in touch with other people. The, The idea here is to get out of the most limited cycle uh, that we can, cycle of ideas, so we, we expand our circle and get that support by like-minded people. So find other people who can give you ideas, moral support, and if you need to, pay for it. Uh, there's a whole cadre of people uh, called coaches who do that for a living. Now, I'm not pushing that profession. But that profession has risen over the last 10 years because of this demand. And the demand is because it's a very complex world out there, and good coaches basically function as a thinking partner, providing perspective that people who are in your immediate circle tend not to give you. You know, that the challenge for all of us is that in the relationships we have, we tend to repeat our conversations and the same ideas kind of recycle. So the idea is to expand your perspective. So you could hire that, or you could also find it, I should say, and you could also find it by expanding your circle by just getting into some new social affiliations through business networking clubs or or taking a class at a community college. Get out there. That's the thing, is expand your exposure to other people. And by doing that, you'll find some will click and some won't. Don't go to one thing and say, well, that, that wasn't a very good experience. If you go to a business card exchange or a business breakfast and you don't connect with somebody immediately, that doesn't mean it was a waste. You need to expose yourself to several possibilities, perhaps, and then you'll start meeting one person, two people. Pretty soon you'll, you'll find some like-minded souls, and if you need to, Make your own little club. Call it a mastermind group. Meet regularly. The idea here is to expand your thinking intentionally so that you get beyond your normal little comfort zone and get the advantage of some outside perspective, people who can help you by helping you think differently, by asking you important questions, by giving you moral support, gently challenging, again, with support, and also providing you with resources, helpful resources, gently prodding when that's helpful, maybe making some suggestions, sharing common resources that may, may, may help your business. And in that regard, you're now elevated. This is a way of asking for help that's positive. And the other thing, Tom, when you're in that kind of a relationship with other people who are like-minded, maybe business owners themselves, you can also help them. And you know the old saw we learned by teaching. When you're in an exchange kind of relationship where you're also receiving and teaching, 
you learn by doing, and it reinvigorates your commitment to your own business, and it's a wonderful give and take. I've been a part of these kind of groups myself for many years. They tend to have a rhythm. They go strong for a while, then they fade, and you find a new one, but they can really be a wonderful experience, and some gel for years and years and years. So the idea is to find something in your area, it could be within your industry, and you could put people together from all over the country or the world. Geography today doesn't matter because of the way we can connect electronically, through the Internet. We can find like-minded people or dislike-minded people. The, the, the key is that they want to work together, not necessarily that they think just like I do, but they understand what I'm up against and want to help me, and I want to do the same for them. That can really elevate uh, that, that business challenge situation. You know, some of the research that we have done here at the Mentoring Success Group has indicated that uh, one of the key components of a business that fails or simply disappears is lack of leadership. What is What are some of the symptoms that you would expect to see of a company that is suffering from a lack of leadership and the issues that you would associate with that? Well, I see that as somebody who's done leadership development and as an executive coach, I will often get called into a company that's having leadership challenges. So the things I see, Tom, are people get confused about what's important, what our priorities are, who makes decisions, uh, how we get things done, Given too many objectives, what's the most important? Uh, the complaints I would hear from people, I, I'm not sure what I should be doing. I always find out too late. Or the boss doesn't talk to me except to complain. Or I don't get any feedback at all. Uh, I'm not sure if what I'm doing here makes a difference. All of that typically boils down to some of the themes we've already touched on, having a clear sense of direction, communicating regularly with employees. The other thing I would say that goes are investing in employees, if you have employees, or they could be part-timers, they could be contractors, they could be people who are outsourced, they're people too, the feeling that they really are a part of things. So that old word, teamwork, comes right back into vogue so that people feel that they are a part of something special. All of us, when we go to work, want to feel part of something special. So we know that morale makes a difference. That's why we talk about morale problems. And conversely, we know that there's a spree de corps, a feeling that it really makes a difference here. If you walk into a place of business, Tom, and every one of your listeners will know the truth of this. You walk into any place of business, a hotel, a restaurant, a retail store, it doesn't matter. Manufacturing plant, it matters not what it is. You walk into any place of business, and you walk in there, you can tell whether it's a winner or a loser. And how long do you have to be in there to get that sense of whether it's a winner or a loser? My guess is that it would be less than 30 seconds. Most people say that. Exactly. It takes you a few seconds. And you probably have not talked to everybody in the place. You may not have talked to anybody in the place, and you get that sense. And the reason for that is, is energy. And an infused workplace, a place that has positive energy, it is something that's palpable. We can sense it. We know it. 
And likewise, when you walk into a place that has that loser feeling, that's got that energy draining uh, feeling, it just permeates that. And you walk in and you say, yuck, I can't wait to get out of here. And that's, it's that energy thing, which is an intangible. So, you know, does that, is that airy-fairy? No, we know the truth of that. So it's that old thing about enthusiasm is contagious. Yes, that saying is so true. And, Tom, so is every other emotion. <laughs> exactly. Apathy is contagious. Anger is contagious. So we want to have positive morale. So a leadership problem in an organization is evidenced in the attitude of its employees. So if there's an attitude problem, and sometimes I get a call from the boss. It says, you know, my employees have a problem. Their attitude stinks. Well, you know and I know that there's a management problem there. There's a leadership problem there. So what is it that the boss is doing or not doing that encourages people to come to work with a lousy attitude? And they're probably coming to work with a lousy attitude because something's missing for them. They're not getting information. They're not being encouraged. Uh, they're, they're frustrated. Something's missing. So what I do in my work is try and find out what's missing. What is it that they want that would make them feel good about their work so they, they would have this positive energy, this good morale that we all want? And what's the boss going to do so that that missing piece now is fulfilled? And here's the interesting thing, talk about research. There's a whole body of research that now shows how employees feel about their work absolutely affects how customers feel about the business. In fact, there's research that shows, and this has been replicated several times, and it's really true in service industries, but not exclusively, how employees feel about the company today will project how customers will feel about that business two years from now. So there's a ripple effect. Employees feel good when they come into work today. Two years from now, you're likely to have really good financial results, good repeat business from your customers, good loyalty. Conversely, if employees come to work feeling lousy about the business, uh, nobody tells me what's going on around here, it doesn't matter, they treat me like dirt, I can't wait to get out of here, or I'm, I'm apathetic, it doesn't really matter, I don't hate it, I don't like it, who cares? That also will predict what's likely to happen to that business financially two years from now. So this employee morale stuff isn't just some feel-good, happy chat, wouldn't it be nice, airy-fairy, let's hold hands, sing kumbaya around the fire stuff. It's very real, hardcore financial results stuff. So when there's leadership issues, it really evidences itself most visibly in employee morale, which evidences itself most visibly in financial results. It's a very clear chain. You know, one of the things that I've always been told or been taught in years past is that the the morale or the emotional health of a company, of an organization, is a direct result of the emotional health and the outlook of the top guy at the top. I think that's true, and I would add a footnote to that to this degree, Tom. I think it's true of everybody's immediate boss. So whoever, if it's, if it's a small shop and there's essentially one manager, that's certainly true. And, you know, Emerson said an organization is the length and shadow of its leader. The research from the Gallup organization and some others indicates that how we think about our place of business is largely determined by how we feel about our immediate supervisor. 
So there's a couple of really important implications there. If I'm a leader in an organization and I have supervisors or managers who work for me, I want to be really careful about who I promote and how they are treating their employees. And because I am the most visible leader, I also need to be monitoring myself. So the old idea of it's really the CEO, the the most visible manager still counts, but we also know, and this is the important part, that it's also the attitude and the managerial leadership activities of the frontline supervisor as well. And that's what counts for the frontline employees. So the charismatic leader, if you will, uh, and, and this, by the way, this is where we make a mistake. We sometimes think a really great top dog uh, will solve our morale problems. And in fact, that's not true. The, the really charismatic leader may get us excited, may have us come join the company or feel good for a short while while we're there. But if our immediate boss is an SOB, a real tyrant, it doesn't matter how great the guy or gal is in the corner office. Our boss is a tyrant. And so that's the person that will drive us off the payroll or keep us there if they're really a great person. So the person in the corner office could be kind of a dud, but if our boss is great, the dud doesn't matter. Okay, Don, we need to uh, pause here briefly for a word from our sponsors, and uh, when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion of leadership skills and successful entrepreneurs. And if you'd like to contact Don directly, you're going to find his profile and his contact information on our guest tab on our show page at TalkZone.com. You're listening to the Mentoring Success Group Radio Network, sponsored by TopSportSupplies.com. Remember, it's your adventure. Now is the time of year to begin planning your outdoor expeditions for the coming summer season. While you're at it, don't forget to visit www.topsportsupplies.com. Whether you're planning an expedition in a wilderness area or an adventure to a remote corner of your backyard, Top Sport Supplies has over 19,000 tents, backpacks, apparel, binoculars, hunting equipment, camping, and outdoor gear in stock. Best of all, you can shop from the comfort and the convenience of your home or desk. TopSportsSupplies.com offers free shipping within the U.S. for every order over $50. TopSportsSupplies.com, it's your adventure. Have you ever wondered how well your business is doing versus the competition? Are you interested in knowing why your competition is more successful at certain things than you are? Here's your opportunity to find out at no charge. Go to the www.mentoringsuccessgroup.com homepage and select Free Quick Analysis from the menu. By answering 16 questions, our business performance analysis engine can generate a detailed diagnostic report that tells you how effectively you are beating your competition or if they're beating you. The quick analysis, it's free, and it's at www.mentoringsuccessgroup.com. Do you feel like your business is running you right into the ground? Do you always seem to have more questions than answers? Every month, the Business Performance Analysis Engine at www.mentoringsuccessgroup.com asks you a series of detailed questions about every aspect of your business. 
Your answers are carefully calculated and compared against your competitors, and you get a confidential diagnostic report that shows you where your strengths are. Specific weaknesses and business issues are prioritized for you to focus on during the following month. We compare your performance to your peers and your competitors from around the world. And now, exclusively for our listening audience, you can get half off of our regular monthly subscription rate. Simply use the code RADIO when you sign up, and we'll take half off of the monthly subscription rate. www.mentoringsuccessgroup.com